You're listening to the Level 5 Podcast, featuring wide-ranging conversations on the subjects that matter in business and management. Hello, and welcome to the Level 5 Strategy Lounge. The topic of conversation today is the importance of quantitatively measuring emotion. I'm your host, James, and I'm joined by managing partner at Level 5, Matt Kelly. Matt, thanks for joining me. Good day. So Matt, first question, why should business owners, VPs, and executives care about this topic? Well, good question. I mean, what if, uh, before you spent another dime in marketing, um, in customer experience and product design, before you went through that rigorous annual or five-year planning process, that as a leader that you really had 100% confidence that you knew exactly what truly mattered to your customers. How your customers perceived your brand, uh, how your customers perceived the category and competitors. And at the end of the day, you had a quantifiable sense of confidence what really mattered to your customers, what motivated them to buy you versus others. And so in that respect, this can be a huge asset, especially as brands look for stronger connections with their customers and to gain a competitive advantage through a superior customer experience. Now, I'll put on my consumer hat for a second, and I like to think that most of my purchase decisions are actually more rational than emotional. But I know Level 5 has done some research and that that might not actually be the case. Yeah, I have to admit, you know, in the first 20 years of my marketing career, um, leading brands around the world, made a lot of mistakes. And, and part of the mistakes were because consumers really would tell you something and they would behave in a very, very different way. And so we've learned um, in the last 15 years at Level 5, going across multiple categories, multiple languages and countries, that the role of emotion is at least 50% of the reason why people decide to buy something or not. And I don't think that's a new revelation. I mean, everybody's talking about emotion. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, it's more complicated than that. I mean, the science tells us there are 96 human emotions, positive and negative. There are 186 personality types. There's dozens of values that drive behavior. And again, there's dozens of rational um, attributes at the end of the day that drive behavior. So you're looking at three to 400 attributes that could influence the decision to buy or donate your, to your brand versus another one. And so the central question is amongst hundreds of attributes, which ones are the most important to your category and to your customer? And how do you know? And ultimately that's why you need the confidence of being able to quantify the emotions and the rational attributes that are most important. Now, emotional research isn't anything new. I've certainly heard about this in school and reading articles online. That said, it seems as if a lot of these other companies might have a few flaws in their methodology. Can you speak to how Level 5's process is a little different and some of the drawbacks with the others? Yeah, here's the problem with most uh, quantitative research out there. Uh, I mentioned before that there are hundreds of attributes um, and most research uh, goes with a short list of attributes, maybe 20 or 30 emotional attributes, maybe another 20 or 30 rational attributes. And they tend to be category antis, uh, like I trust your brand, I like your brand, I, it presents good value, it's convenient, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it is a very superficial list of attributes. And quite frankly, that will not get you the depth of insight that you're looking for. Uh, in addition to that, um, 
you know, you may be talking about antis versus true differentiators. So it's important to have a category ante to be considered in the purchase decision. But at the end of the day, how do you differentiate your brands? And then finally, how do you know that claiming an attribute uh, is something that's credible for your brand, um, that will help your brand stand out in the category uh, and will drive consumer behavior? And so that's why you really do need the rigor of a very deep battery of attributes to put in front of consumers and get them to quantify which is the most important for them. Here's the second problem that we have experienced with a lot of research out there, is they just focus on positive attributes, not negative ones that may be associated with your brand, your category, or with a competitor that you could exploit. But what we're able to quantify is that a negative attribute associated with your brand is actually three times more powerful than a positive attribute. Imagine a bad restaurant experience and the attributes associated with that restaurant experience, you're not gonna go back to that restaurant. In fact, you'll tell other people what a bad restaurant experience you had. So it's also very important as you put a battery of attributes in front of consumers that you put negative ones so that they have an opportunity to identify which negative attributes are associated with your brand so that you can address them in your marketing, in your customer experience, in your product strategy, because you can't fundamentally move forward until you've identified and potentially addressed very negative attributes. Finally, you know, this is all about quantitative research, as you said right in the onset, but uh, even quantitative research has a limitation. I mean, it does a terrific job of giving you the what, but it doesn't always give you the why consumers feel the way they do. So that's why we like to take a quality quant approach. Um, quantify those drivers, understand why a particular driver or set of drivers is really, really important, and then use a qualitative approach uh, within potentially even the same survey to understand why they said that. Matt, I think that's a great point of finding the balance between quantitative insight, but then digging deeper and getting that depth through qualitative insight as well. Mm -hmm. So let's assume as a business, I now have this resource. How do I really action this and make the most out of this knowledge? And what are a few brands that you've seen that do a great job of making that emotional connection and hitting those drivers? Okay, well, the great brands have really figured this out. I mean, the great brands from a strategic standpoint uh, position their brand, position their organization and their customer experience on one single powerful attribute. Um, so think of Starbucks positioning their brand really around indulgence. Um, Apple, the world's most powerful brand, positioning around simplicity. Uh, TD Bank in Canada positioning around making banking comfortable or easy. They've all been fabulously successful because they position their brand on an attribute that has deep resonance in their category. And so fundamentally, they understand what the marketplace is looking for. They make a promise to the marketplace through that positioning, and then they deliver a short list of emotional and rational attributes around that positioning. In fact, fundamentally, what they're doing at the end of the day is they're taking their entire organization and rallying behind consistently delivering that positioning to the marketplace. Matt, thank you so much for these insights. I found it really helpful. Mm -hmm. If I was a business owner and executive, what's the one takeaway from all of this that you would give me? Yeah, you know, the, finally, the, the big takeaway is this. Again, as a, as a leader, as a product manager, uh, you name it, wouldn't it be better if you had 100% confidence that you knew that you were positioning your brand, your marketing, your customer experience, your strategic planning, around the attributes that mattered most to your customers. Wouldn't it be terrific if you had the confidence 
and rallying your executive team and getting your franchisees on board, uh, working with strategic partners, reaching out to your potential donors, that you had the confidence, the quantitative driven confidence of knowing that your organization is positioned around the attributes, the emotional and the rational attributes that matter most to your customers. I truly believe that if you had that confidence, your organization would be more effective. You would certainly have the reassurance of knowing that your efforts have a better return on investment, but ultimately you'll succeed in the marketplace vis-a-vis -vis your competitors because you'll have that insight and they won't. So ultimately I'd say go for that confidence in quantifying the role of emotion and rational in understanding what really matters to your customers. Thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning in to Strategy Lounge, the Level 5 podcast. To learn more about our work, please visit level5strategy.com.